down the road, you'd be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the ones you did. So dream, explore, say yes to life. Be inspired to live life as an exciting adventure of discovery. You are listening to the Inspire Possibility Show, and I'm your host, Mark Sussman. Everybody, this is Mark Susnell. Thanks for tuning in. Every week I invite various individuals that I consider cutting-edge thought leaders, people who are visionaries in the way they think, the way they live. And the one of the purposes of, of inviting these people is, is I'm naturally curious and I like to learn about new things, new ideas, new approaches. And Lee McCormick, I've had him on my show before. He's the founder of the Integrative Life Center in Nashville. He's come out with a new book called The Heart Reconnection Guidebook. And and I don't know about you, but a lot of people I know have, have suffered have suffered with addiction in one form or the other. And so Lee's Lee's an expert with that on that topic, and he's. <laughs> collaborated with several other people. Lee, welcome to the Inspire Possibility Show. Hey, it's good to be back with you, man. How are you, Mark? Yeah. So so I was reading the materials that your your publicist sent sent to me and, and the first hit I got was is really about approaches to addiction. And 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 yet your guidebook is the heart reconnection guidebook. So how do they how do they dovetail with each other, the heart reconnection and addiction? Well, you know, I my my journey or my relationship to healing work, recovery work, however you want to characterize that, that looking in the mirror at yourself and sorting your life out and you know, what am I believing, what am I doing, how am I living, what are my choices, what are my challenges? Um, I've lived in that, in that, in a relationship with that now for 21 years. And it's evolved over that 21 years because I, it's interesting to me, like, you know, what are we human beings? What are we doing here? Um, it's, it's really interesting. Um, I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. I, I still (laughs) ask myself that, what am I doing? Yeah, well, you know, I think if we're if we're not just completely under the spell of our culture and the programming that we, you know, received or domestication that we grew up with, um, if we're looking out beyond the frame of of quote unquote reality that we've been taught to live with, you know, then I think of course we come up with a lot of questions because there's clearly a lot more to life and a lot more to what we are as human beings than what is required of us in order to just fit into our culture and, you know, be, be good, nice, responsible people. Um, and it's, it, there's a bit of a dumbing down, I think, that happens with us. Um, you know, it, it, all of that is based in, I think, very old 
fear-oriented paradigms um, gone from generation to generation. And so consequently, we tend to adopt a relationship to life that's really based on the world's terms, based on in judgment, based on being compliant, based on trying to be good as opposed to bad or right as opposed to wrong. Um, and we don't give much attention, energy, connection, time to the truth of what's really in our heart and spirit as unique individuals because we are all unique individuals. Um, so, so what I'm you know, hearing you say, Lee, is that is that we we're, we're kind of we're too we're too outer directed of what's going on in the world and and the media. And, and people, what people have told us, rather than being interdirected and really searching our soul. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, it's just the way cultures have been operating now for some time, this, this whole idea of modern man. Um, uh-huh. You know, the, the, the knowledge and the wisdom of the, of the modern mind is out there, and that if we want to be okay, we need to get – we need to – we need to learn according to um, all the knowledge that's available and then choose accordingly as though, as though we're not created with an innate wisdom and awareness and goodness um, and, and creativity and inspiration that's already, that's born with us when we come into this world. And so recovery and treatment, mental health work, um, you know, so much of a lot of what, self-awareness work, it's very, it's variations, I think, on the same cultural theme. You know, for instance, you look at that, remember the book, The Secret, there was so much yes. of the secret, so much of the secret was focused on manifesting and getting the things you want, you know, right. and um, which, you know, it was interpreted as a spiritual book, but the truth is, it was like, well, how can I spend enough magic to, to, to get the car and the house and the person and the, you know, how can I acquire the worldly things that will fulfill me? Um, as opposed to maybe what we are collectively and individually suffering from or challenged by is that we have our own heart and spirit for the sake of being loyal to the beliefs and the teachings and the conditions of the world that we were born into, you know, and that's, that's an across the board thing. So it doesn't matter if you were born into a nice Christian home in Kansas or, you know, born into a, a Latino fam- Catholic family in the hood in LA, or you were born into a village, a, a, well, a village in Africa would be different because it's not so uh-huh. modern man oriented, but you know, it doesn't it really doesn't matter where we land on the planet. If we're in the modern world, in this integrated um, um, world of, of the modern mind, then we've all more or less been programmed to believe that our value must be earned according to the terms of the world. And that requires right. that we disconnect from our truth and our spirit, which creates well, a dissonance. Yeah, what I wanted, Lee, what I, what I was really curious about is, is, is to, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is that I really wanted to have a broader discussion around addiction. Like, I know, for example, I mean, what what do you 
let's talk about that. What do you think are the causes of addiction? And what's confusing for me is some of the so-called most spiritual people I know suffer from addiction. Like Alan, you know, Alan Watts, for example, who who was just, people just read all his books, and yet from people who knew him, they said he was a, he had a, a, you know, a severe alcoholism issue. And how do people, I mean, so in a way he was connected to his spirit, yet something was tormenting him that led to addiction. And that's kind of what I'm curious about. And I was wondering if you could talk talk to that. Well, it's, yeah, of course. I mean, that's what I spend a lot of time thinking about and, and looking at. You know, and and it's it's, are we going to completely figure it out while we're here? You know, I don't know, but I do think there are some definite perspectives. You know, the name. Well, we got American, twenty more minutes. Can we do it in twenty minutes? Absolutely, man. We can we can figure out the humanity here. Um, All right. <laughs> this this yes. will be the radio. This will be the 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 show that changed the world. Um, All right, I like that. So, you know, in the Native American traditions, there was a term um, called two-spirited people. And it was applied mainly to what we would call gay or lesbian um, or queer, you know, um, people with a male and a female identity both simultaneously. Well, I think right. a two-spirited, that two-spirited concept can also be applied to the fact that I am a human being in a human body in a human form, and I am the consciousness to my body. I'm the energy and the light that gives life to this physical body. I'm not my body. And my consciousness comes from the spirit world, you could say. You could say it comes from God, you know, whatever your belief might be. Our consciousness comes from this mystery, and we do not know for a fact where that is or what that is, and it is our source. Well, then we're born into this physical manifestation world, um, and in this world there is an entire other script, and in that other script, it's identity by by what we do and and who we are according to culture, according to education. Um, you know, it's it's the identity that comes from the roles that we live from the belief systems that we um that that we're enmeshed in or that we have been you know that we've given our faith to so we're two stood in a sense that the truth of what we really are is light and consciousness and spirit and then there's the human side of us that is of this world and so right. you know it's really challenging to walk in both worlds and honor both both realities as such and maintain a balance in that. Um, clearly, our, you know, our culture in the U.S. today, the modern man mind, has just completely gone off into knowledge as the source of, of all wisdom and information. And um, materialism is, you know, is a god in our culture. Um, and that we must aspire to the rules and the values and the judgments, and be compliant with that in the culture. Well, if that happens to, if, if that does not happen to be congruent with, with your heart and soul's mission or reason or character in your being here 
and you're coming into this world, then there's going to be a conflict there. You know, there's, there's, I know so many people, and I know you do too, that, you know, most of our life, especially growing up as teenage, as, as kids, as teenagers, as young adults, you just feel a little underlying angst, you know, just, right. just anxiousness. And it gets, it, it becomes, becomes our normal, but it is not normal, you know, and, and, and then we run into the human legacy, the legacy we inherit, the legacy of our, our culture, our people, our neighborhood. We run into the human legacy, which is incredibly wounded. All the trauma, all the heartbreak, all the judgment, all the prejudice. We run into all of that stuff. And it, that's just, you know, that's like a getting hit by a bus when you're, so, a, so, when you're really. So, so what I'm curious about is, is why are like, you know, some people become, you know, addicts, others don't. And, and I mean, how do you, what, what's the difference? How do you, what is, is there a cause and effect or some people say, I just have an addictive personality. Uh, no, no, what, I, do you, I mean, what is, what is your, what's go, what's from your perspective? Cause I know you've, you've, you know, in your book, um, you, you have Joni Bornachenko, who I know, I know of, and I know she's in there and you have was Mary Faulkner was a, a co, co-publisher, co-editor uh-huh. with you. And, and you have a lot of really knowledgeable people. And so what I'm curious about is, is, is what is, what is the collective wisdom of this and the way you, 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 if reading the materials, you actually got together, what was it in New Mexico? Did I get that right? And yeah. you're sitting together yeah, we and you, Santa, Fe. Santa Fe, right? Santa Fe, of course, you know, but what, what was, what was the, you know, the, the thing about addiction, what is it? I mean, I know that obviously, you know, we, a lot of us that are listening to this show are, you know, are somewhat on a spiritual path, yet it's not the answer totally because a lot of the people that are still have addicted, still have addictions. And, and I'm just trying to think of, you know, from the collective wisdom that from from the group of people you you assembled together in Santa Fe, what 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 is what's going on? Well, what that group of people, Joan Borsinko and Mary Faulkner and Gary Seidler and Holly Cook and that whole crew that was a part of of creating this book, the way we more or less view this, and this was interesting because it came out in the conversation that led to the idea to do the book, is that the addictions. The eating disorders, um, the the obsessive compulsive behaviors, what we call process addictions, you know, the sex addiction or right. or gambling or all that stuff. Those are actually symptoms that develop, and they are rooted. Typically, they are rooted in trauma or heartbreak or um, a sense of having grown up in this world as a child and having never felt safe in the first place. So there was, uh-huh. there was overwhelming anxiety. There was an overwhelming fear or hypervigilance, you know, and as I was talking about earlier, we inherit this human legacy and the legacy is incredibly wounded. Well, we humans, we humans are going to seek and find a way to address the disease of being in our body when we can't find 
a way to make peace with what we have inherited or what we have um, created as a reality for ourselves. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, if, if you've been subjected to any kind of trauma, well, it's real easy to, to go have a drink or smoke a joint or right. whatever. Because but, you get but immediate don't, relief. But most people, I mean, most people have been subjected to trauma and, and, and childhood wounds. Almost everybody has. And yet, how is it that some people, is there like, I guess what I'm asking for, is there like, if you mentioned the secret, <laughs> is there a secret terms? I mean, is there, why are some people more successful than others? I mean, and that's what I'm trying to, trying to, yeah. you know, to, to, well, you to know get what? out of that. Like, We're really... I mean, some people come from loving families and yet they, they have addictive personalities and, or people come from a chaotic childhood and they're the most healthy people we know. And I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's like a, an invisible thread here that, that, uh, you know, we can point to. I think it's I think it's simply in the fact that that our natures are each individual and unique. Every one of us is unique, and and mm-hmm. I think the more sensitive, what I've realized, it's almost I could say, in a layman's terms, because I'm a layman, I'm not a, a licensed person. That the more artistic individuals, the more sensitive individuals, the more empathic individuals the more heart-centered, naturally heart-oriented individuals, those are the ones that seem to suffer the most from the challenges of this world. And, right. and there seems to be some correlation between that natured person and the need to medicate. And once we find something that helps us feel better, then we'll tend, we turn our attention inward and we'll use that as a, as a, to insulate us from the world. Well, when, you know, I had an addiction, my addiction developed over probably seven or eight years of doing drugs, you know, over and over again, the first three or four right. years, it was take it or leave it. I could care less, you know, it was no big deal, but right. the pattern that, that rep, that repetitive pattern has an impact on us physiologically. It impacts our brain chemistry. It impacts our emotional body and how energy moves through us. So an addiction is not something you catch, of course. An addiction is simply an energetic pattern that you feed and and you create it and it grows based on our repetitive engagement with it. And then it's our energy that we give to that addictive pattern until it takes on a life of its own within us. It's almost like, like through that pattern, we create this parasite energy that then feeds on our energy, but it's our creation. I created my addiction. I didn't catch it. You know, I created it right. um, without knowing any better. And, you know, you're not born an alcoholic. I mean, yes, there are fetal alcohol syndrome babies born, but I mean, you know, in, Right. The truth is that we're, we're not born with these addictive patterns, but they they do seem there does seem to be a correlation between the need to medicate and how sensitive different individuals are, um, you know, as 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 spirits living in human bodies. Right. Um, so, Lee, and some let me, people are naturally let, more, more yeah. resilient. 
you know what I'm curious about too is how did you connect up with Joni Bornishenko? I mean, you're, I mean, she's like, as as you know, terms of credentials as credentialed as anybody can get, and she's, you know, I've heard her talk before, and she's just very highly thought of in terms of the medical establishment, and 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 yet you were saying yourself, you you haven't, you you're not licensed or anything. How did you connect up with her? I'm just curious. Well, I was bold enough to ju- I was bold enough to just walk up to her at a conference that she was presenting at, and I said, "Hi, my name's Lee, and I would really like to have a conversation with you." And wow. she said, "Well, okay." And we went and sat down on a sofa in the lobby of a hotel and talked for like an hour. Um, wow. And I mean, I'm That's I'm on awesome. some kind of a mission here. Yeah, man. Why not? You know. Yeah. Um, well, that's I always tell. That's what I tell people. I said, you know what? If you don't ask, the answer is no. Absolutely. And you know that yeah. Joan Borsinko, Joni is one of the most loving, brilliant, open, creative. She's she's just an amazing human being, and she's a human being like all of us. And she cares. She has a giant heart. Um, you know, and she has she has. She has real boundaries also, but she has a giant heart. Right. So, um, yeah. The way I know, met her, that, yeah. The way I met her is I'm involved with the Hoffman Institute. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, it's like a yeah. It's a yeah. And she was a keynote speaker there. It was for I'm on the board. It was for staff and board members, and and uh, and it was right around when I was working on the Soul of Uncertainty. And so I, I, um, you know, was very curious about what she had to say. So, so tell me about the work you're doing now. With uh, you, you have these recovery centers, one in Nashville, and 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 if I read correctly, Santa Monica. Well, no, I'm no longer involved with with. Um, I created the Canyon years ago, 15 years ago. Um, I was a founder of it, and then I moved on. I have the. Integrative Life Center here in Nashville, which is uh-huh. really an amazing—it's really an amazing healing recovery-oriented program. Um, and so the basis of the way we work at—I call it ILC, Integrative Life Center—the basis of how we work at, at ILC is we truly meet each individual as a unique individual. And so if you come into our program, we'll spend time right off the bat talking to you about your life, your beliefs, the things you love, the things, you know, that you hate, the things that are haunting you, um, what are your dreams, what are your aspirations. We meet each individual from a place of respect for the truth of who they really are, and then we move into sorting out what are the behaviors or the patterns or what are the issues that are undermining the quality of your life, you know, like what is it that that's got you stuck or trapped? Um, mm-hmm. And and then we look at how can we, how do we approach that and unravel all of that? How do we unravel it? How do we help you discover the roots of it and come into awareness about the simple cause and effect of how you make choices, why you might be making choices the way you do? And so it's, you know, in a sense, um, Integrative Life Center is is it's like a, a a master's level course in being human. 
how did I get to this point in my life? And how do I unravel myself out of all the ways that I'm going against myself? And how do I reconnect with the truth of my heart and my spirit so that I can begin to create a life that I love waking up to in the morning? Wow. So how do, how do people get a hold of you, Lee? You can get a hold of me your work. through, you bet, through integrativelifecenter.com. Um, you can you can email you can go on just go on the website and and you can send a general email and I I'll get it. Um, you can also contact me through spiritrecovery.com. Spirit Recovery is the company that I I run my um, journeys to Teotihuacan, Mexico, to the pyramids and journeys to Peru and the Andes through. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, um, Lee Richard McCormick. Um, I'm a I'm a Facebook guy. Um, All right, but uh, you are, huh? One of those. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, you know, but I tell you, it really is to me. It's a it's an exciting time and a challenging time. The, you know, the challenge is that for all the work and energy that's gone into mental health and addictions treatment over the last thirty or forty years, the outcomes have never really improved. And so that same curse if you want to look at it that way is is the blessing that it's time that we take this whole thing apart and question it and and really turn our turn the whole paradigm upside down because there's something fundamental that we're getting that we're missing here um and i happen to believe that the fundamental that's missing is that we're we're have not been connecting to clients to people looking for help from a place of respect for their individuality and, and the unique nature of who they are in their heart and soul. We've approached it from a cultural point of view of if you want to be the recovering person, here's the book that you need to be compliant with. Here are the beliefs that you need to give your right. faith to. This is what your recovery has to look like. And it's, it's, it's almost like it's one more assault on right. a spirit, a soul that's already been beat over the head with rule books all your life right and yet and yet you ended up publishing this recovery guide so what's is that a little bit of a disconnect here or what's going on there well no the the heart reconnection guidebook is is it guides us into self-discovery it's not we don't tell you what what you need to do or how it needs to look we guide you into coming to terms with the questions and the choices that you might want to be considering in the context of recreating your life or the context of unraveling your behaviors and the issues that are plaguing you. So we're not saying we have the answers. We're saying we have a, an array of experiences and offerings and we'll serve as a mirror for you and help hold that mirror up so that you can rediscover yourself again in the process. We don't want to create you in our image. We want you to learn to recreate yourself in your own image, the image of your original heart and spirit, as opposed to the image that you perceive yourself being according to the world that you've been living in. So I'm going to, yeah. So here's my next question is, is who should read, who should read this book and how do they get it? Well, of course, you can order it on Amazon. It's the Heart Reconnection Guidebook. Um, 
you also can order it from your local bookstore, and I'm a, I'm a local bookstore advocate, so I always ask people, if you have a local bookstore, please go order it from your bookstore instead of ordering it from Amazon. Amazon's great, but I'm all about local community. Um, you know, it's available there. Our Spirit Recovery Medicine Bag book is also available, um, you know, through either outlet. Um, and I forgot your other question. I just spaced out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that was it about basically about who is a book for and how can they oh, get it? Oh, it's for any. You know what? This book is for anyone who's interested in looking at their life beyond the surface level frame of the roles that you live and the stories that you tell. Um, it's really for anyone that has a curiosity about the quality and the character of the life that you're living. And it may be because you're, you know, you're in some form of suffering or challenge, um, or it may just be that you have an inquisitiveness um, about yourself and your relationship to being here in this world. Well, Lee, we're running out of time, and I want to um, thank you for joining me again. I don't know when when you were on my show before, but it probably was four or five years ago. And I'm always glad to hear about what you're doing. I think you're doing great work, and and as you said before, you're you're on a mission, and and I get that you are on a mission, and 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 I like what you said about some of the old paradigms about how to treat these issues are really not working they haven't really changed much and that there needs to be another approach and that sounds like you've aligned yourself with some incredible people that can make a difference in in the world so thanks again to lee mccormick our guest the founder of the integrative life center in nashville and and until next week until we have another visionaries life-changing individual that's going to bless us journey on thanks for listening i hope you feel inspired to take the next step in your life and if you haven't already please take the time to visit my website at inspirepossibility.com and discover the various services and products we offer that could just very well change your life.